Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What a beautiful day it is. Welcome. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. And we worship you in the beauty of your holiness. We thank you, Father, for the, for the sweet fragrance of heaven that is permeating this call, that is permeating the atmosphere. And we worship you, God. Thank you for breathing on us this morning. Father, we, we stand in awe of you. It's not by might, not by our power, but it is by your Holy Spirit, says the Lord. It is by your Spirit that we live, that we move, and that we have our being. Father, send your refreshing. Send your power. Send your anointing, God. Let your glory be revealed. Father, we yield and we ask that the fire of Holy Spirit speaks through our devotion leader this morning. Father, may the fire of your Holy Spirit pray through our prayer leader this morning. As she stands in the gap, we agree on behalf of others. Father, breathe. Breathe afresh, God. Blow your breath. For we know, dear God, that your breath brings life to every drought area. Your breath brings healing in every area this morning as we stand believing. Father, your breath renews and refreshes. Bring, dear God, bring life to the weary soul. Father, your breath sets the captives free this morning. Your breath settles every unsettled situation. Your breath calms the sea. Father, blow your breath across this call, across America. Blow your breath across the seven continents of this world as we speak forth, God, in the atmosphere. Peace. Be still. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. We say good morning again to each of you on the prayer call. My name is Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator this morning. Let me introduce you to our team, the angel of our house at New Destiny Church, Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to our leaders. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Linda Lightfoot. Good morning, Minister Linda. How are you doing today? Good morning. I am most excellent. How about yourself? I am well. I am well. 
Thank you. Our prayer leader this morning is Sister Val Culliver. Good morning, Sister Val. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am wonderful. Awesome, awesome. Well, without further ado, let's move further with our devotion. Minister Lightfoot, we're ready for you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. It's a great day in the kingdom, this second day of September 2021, and God is still on the throne, ruling and reigning. And I serve the enemies of his kingdom. Notice that he will never be overthrown. I'd like to give honor to the Lord Jesus Christ, the lover of my soul, to our bishop, Bishop Christopher Smith, good morning to Pastor Adrian, to all visiting pastors and all clergy, good morning and to the New Destiny worshiping family, friends, and guests, good morning. Our topic of discussion today is we are healed by faith, and it's coming from Mark 534, which reads, and he said unto her, daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Let's begin with a backdrop in order to hone in on the topic. Despite being rendered ceremonially unclean for 12 long years, confined to isolation and exiled from her family, a particular woman risked public humiliation and scorn for violating ceremonial law because of something that she heard. She has exhausted all her resources and tried every option in hopes of being healed, but to no avail. Mark 5.27 says, when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. She heard of Jesus. Testimonies of his teachings and healings were prevalent, and so much so that people from surrounding cities were gathering to see and hear him. Some gathered to obtain healing of their infirmities, while others were just simply onlookers, or what I call looky-loos, who want to see firsthand the goings-on about this man, Jesus. No matter what the category the attendees fell under, the needless to say, it's needless to say there was much ado and buzz surrounding the name, the person, and the work. And when this woman heard he was coming her way, her faith leaped into action, and it says she came in the press behind that the Lord would turn to this woman and call her daughter. It's such a touching moment to me. Why? Because Jesus, think about it, the fulfillment of the law of God in all his sinlessness turns to a woman who is in the very midst of defying ceremonial law in pursuit of him and healing. And she is one that religious folk would despise and defy labeling her as scandalous, rebellious, and lawless indeed. After all, she was ceremonially contaminated. The whole crowd with her uncleanness as she bobs and weaves her way through trying to get to him. And in her uncleanness, pursues him with tenacity, 
touches his garment and stands before the purest of beings, the Lord Jesus Christ, the all-knowing one, freshly healed, while her life-giving components are continually draining out of her. She stands before the Lord who is the way, the truth, and the life. The unclean stands before the pure. The broken stands before total wholeness. The unclean comes face to face with the consecrated and holy one of Israel. That her faith would move her to risk public humiliation from the Lord himself. She said within herself, if I could but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. She was resolute in her statement and motivated to move toward the desired end of her issue. Jesus calls her daughter, indicating relationship. In reading about this scenario in the three gospel locations, Mark 5, 25 through 34, Luke 8, 43 through 48, and Matthew 9, 20 through 22, we are not told of any history of one-on-one time this woman spent with Jesus. However, he indicates relationship by calling her daughter. One may wonder, how did this relationship come about? She heard about him. She came to know him by report. She believed what she heard. She believed his teachings and heard of his miracles. Her belief moved her to action. She propelled herself into action by moving toward him. Her hope assigned her destination. Her point of contact, her point of contact was if I can touch the hem of his garment. Her point of contact brought manifestation. How did she become a daughter? The moment she accepted the word, she accepted him and became a citizen of the kingdom. And as a citizen of the kingdom, she understood God as father. Submitting to his will made her a daughter. One of the things that we must become very clear about in our minds is how to stay on the right side of the very thin line that lies between exercising faith by using a point of contact and superstition. It's not the point of contact, per se, that brings healing or deliverance. It is faith in the master himself that does it. We must understand that the object of our faith must always be the Lord Jesus Christ. It is he that redeemed us from the curse of the law. It is he that was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And it is with his stripes that we are healed. Faith will cause you to be propelled into places you are not supposed to be. Faith will cause you to take high-caliber risks while knowing you could be publicly humiliated and scorned. Faith will cause you to do things that may not even have any earthly logic to it. Faith will, when all options and answers run out, cause you to tread mountains and valleys and scale walls and knock down barriers in an effort to obtain the very thing 
that you seem to have just been long denied. Faith is risky. Faith is defiant. Faith is driven and determinate. Faith is undistracted. Faith is persevering. Faith is invincible. Faith is unstoppable. Faith is victorious. It's what you truly believe that will draw you to the very substance you desire. It's your faith that causes him to call you daughter. The word says that she heard of Jesus and came into the press. In other words, she heard about the word and works Jesus was doing in the lives of all these different people. He was being followed by people from all the surrounding cities, teaching of the kingdom and demonstrating it, healing and delivering them. Luke 8.18 tells us to take heed, therefore, how you hear. For whatsoever, for whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he seemeth to have. And it's talking about revelation. It's how we hear the word with what kind of attitude of heart that determines the precision of our faith. If the word fails or falls by the wayside, the devil comes and takes it away to prevent salvation. If it falls on a stony heart, it doesn't penetrate and take root. So when temptation comes, the word falls away. If the word falls on thorny soil of the heart, the cares of it choke it out. The cares of life choke it out, and it brings no fruit. If it falls on an honest and good heart, having heard the word, the word is kept and brings forth fruit with patience. How you hear determines the level of revelation you receive. How you perceive the revelation will determine whether you value it. How you value it determines what you do with it. What you do with it determines what it will do for you. The woman heard about Jesus and turned into the press. She joined the crowd that was following him. She overrode ceremonial law. She set a point of contact and moved toward it with full expectation or hope of being healed. Her hope gave her faith an assignment. Hope pursued against the odds to secure the cure. Her faith was so strong that whatever boundaries she was supposed to honor were trampled down because her only focus was to touch the hem of his garment. She probably didn't want to touch Jesus himself. She just wanted to obtain virtue unnoticed. She would draw no attention by touching the garment, so she thought. She knew he was a healer. And the garment was touching his body. Therefore, the garment being a point of contact that is connected to the source of her need would serve as a conduit to receive what she desired. Jesus, being aware of all the mental struggle she had overcome, the risk she had to take, the length of time she suffered, and the barriers she had to plow down to get to him, wanted her to fully understand that it wasn't the hem of his garment that facilitated her healing. It was her faith in him. She may have thought that it was her grabbing the fringe of his talit, but long before she grabbed the fringe of his talit, 
she had grabbed a hold of the gospel of the kingdom and the revelation of the kingdom penetrated her heart took root and sprung in her into action refusing any further hindrance or delay and it brought forth fruit the manifestation of her healing came forth not only did her faith bring healing to her body it brought peace to her mind and spirit and her relationship as daughter was validated daughter thy faith has made thee whole can't you hear the love and compassion in his voice he said go in peace can you feel the peace that was released the reassurance that was given, the canceling of controversy and the impartation of confidence and security, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. He does exceedingly and abundantly more than she could ask or think. He tests her tenacity by asking the question, who touched me? Demanding an answer. She had to use her last ounce of courage to expose herself. You know, the word says in 1 John 1 and 9, if you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. The shame of having violated the law, the 12 years of isolation and exile, the risk of public humiliation at the hands of a very public figure, the risk of being denied once again of the healing she so desperately needed, the intense probability of being not only exposed to our hometown villagers, but also those from surrounding cities would come to know her faith and her name. Her faith told her the risk was worth it. High risk yields a great harvest. Her faith made her whole. Her desperation drove her to exercise her faith. Let your desperation motivate you to defy the barriers that stand between you and your deliverance. Let your faith bring forth your healing in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Minister Lightfoot. That was an excellent word, an excellent word. And thank you, Father God. May our focus and faith be resolute. Amen. Let's stand now together in agreement with Sister Val as she prays. Sister Val, we're ready for you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Minister Life, for that awesome word. Father God, we just bless you this morning. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Psalm 103, L.L. Young, God Most High, we honor you. You are Elohim the all-powerful one. You are El Roja, the God who sees. You are Emmanuel, God with us. I am El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, the God of the mountains, God Almighty. You are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Wonderful, excellent, glorious is your name. We honor you, 
glorify you. You are beautiful. You are amazing. You are the love of our souls. We thank you for this opportunity to come before you, God. We thank you for your faithfulness towards us, Father. We just ask, Father God, that you would just have your way in the lives of your people, Father God. We are we thank you for your Holy Spirit that destroys every yoke and heal all of our diseases. God, just thank you for the prayer request this morning. We thank you for your daughter, Sister Charlene Tuckerson. She writes, my niece of school in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where she is an administrator, now has 40 students who are at home quarantined with COVID. Please stand in agreement in prayer for Jehovah Rapha to heal our children and youth, restoring them to perfect health, Matthew 14, 23. Father, we stand in agreement with Sister Charlene. We, come, we call on Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We seek complete healing over the 40 students quarantined with COVID. We come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We command COVID to stop the spread. Dissipate in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ heals the students. Father, be a banner for the students. Our children and youth, we speak Psalm 91 over Charlene's niece and all students. Father, shield and protect our students, children and youth. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. We thank you. We thank you. They are divinely protected in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for Sister Lamode. Sister Lamode, right, I apologize for the duplicate. I sent an email earlier today asking for prayer from my co-worker, Sister Shailen Santos Thomas. I think I asked for Jehovah Jireh to do what he does, but meant to ask for Jehovah Rapha to be who he is. I was rushing to get the prayer in while comforting my coworker. Father, thank you for your daughter, Lamo. We stand with Lamo, asking Jehovah Rapha to be who he is. Father, heal Shalene Santos Thomas. Father, do a quick work. Let Shalene experience the love and goodness of you. Yes, you are Shalene's Jehovah Jireh. We ask for, for your peace, hope, assurance, and and you for Lamo's co-workers. We pray that her faith is rooted and grounded in you. Continue to let Lamo's light shine in the marketplace. Father, thank you for supplying every need in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for the authority that we have in you. Father, we come praying for the land and the rain. Father, your word says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, Seek your faith and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. That's in Chronicles 7.14. Father, we come asking you to send the rain. Hear our land for your glory. Father, you did it for your prophet Elijah. Do it again. Release the angels to calm the storms. Bring peace, unity, love, compassion to this land. We bind greed, pride, murder, hatred. We ask that you release a fresh wind of love, faithfulness, and hearts after God. Father, restore the years that the locusts have eaten. Father, let your favor be like a cloud of the latter rain upon us. 
but our souls wait for you. The Lord, he is our help in our shield. Psalms 33, 20. I have told you these things so let so that it so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I will overcome the world. John sixteen thirty three. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through all through our Lord Jesus Christ. First Corinthians fifteen fifty seven. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong. And do not fear, for your God is coming to destroy your enemies. He is coming to save, Isaiah 35 and 4. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. He maketh us to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth us beside the still waters. He restores our soul. He leads us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for thou art with us. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort us. Thou prepareth a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Thou knowest our heads with oil. Our cups runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, we thank you for your word, and we believe that it is so. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Father. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Sister Val. We stand in agreement with the prayers prayed, knowing that our Father will hasten to perform his word that we've spoken into the atmosphere. We want to quickly swing back around to Minister Lightfoot. Minister Lightfoot, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us? Yes. Um, Jesus said, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Peace is the word irene, and it implicates prosperity. It means quietness. It means rest. It means to be set at one again. Her faith in Jesus brought calm to her fears of reprimand and scorn. He alleviated her isolation and exile. He validated her being in his presence by confirmation of relationship so he could shut the mouths of anyone who would have had any criticism to say. And he brought wholeness to her body. She received complete healing in a single touch. Faith. It was well worth the risk then, and it still is today. You've heard the gospel. If you turn in the press, come in behind and touch the hem of his garment, will your faith make you whole? Will you be told to go? In peace, food for thought, blessings. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please remember, everyone, to send in your prayer requests. We are called to pray without ceasing, and we are standers in the gap. We will stand and pray. 
Hallelujah. Please remember to send in your prayer requests to www.newdestiny.online. From the homepage, click Connect, then scroll to Prayer and enter your prayer request. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Lightfoot, Sister Val, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Father, we thank you for your word delivered this morning in excellence. We thank you for the prayers that have been prayed this morning by your Holy Spirit. And Father, I pray over everyone on this phone call, every believer, I declare, dear Father, that we yet believe you. Father, bless every caller. Father, be glorified through their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I call faith arise in every believer. I call faith arise in every believer of God. I call faith arise and stand tall, stand bold in every believer in the name of Jesus. As Minister Lightfoot ministered this morning, that our faith be resolute. I declare your faith is resolute. It is purposeful. It is determined. It is unwavering in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I declare Ephesians 3 and 16. Father, strengthen every caller with your power, through your spirit, in their inner beings, Father, so that Christ Jesus dwells in their hearts through faith. Hallelujah. Father, may the, every caller be rooted and established in your love. Rooted, deep roots, deep roots, Father, in your love so that their faith does not waver, so that our faith, God, stands strong, that you are pleased with us, that you stand up as you did for Stephen, and you admire our faith, God, in the name of Jesus. And I pray Romans 15 and 13, God, that the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I decree and declare Isaiah 54 and 17 that no weapon formed against your people shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment Thou shalt condemn. This is our heritage as servants of the Lord, and our righteousness is of you. Father, we seal every prayer prayed by Holy Ghost this morning with the power of your spirit and the blood of Jesus until the day of Jesus' return. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Minister Helena, please open the lines. 